This is the Ultimate Guide to Partnering, the top partnership podcast. In this podcast, Vince Menzione, a proven partner sales executive, shares his mission to help leaders like you achieve your greatest results through successful partnering. And now your host, Vince Menzione. Welcome to the Ultimate Guide to Partnering. I'm Vince Menzione, your host, and I'm excited to be back here at Microsoft Studios in Redmond, Washington, with Heather Dagens, the VP of Go-To-Market of Microsoft's America's Partner Organization, GPS. So excited to be back here with you today, Heather. Thank you so much, Vince. It's great to see you, and thank you for having me. Well, it's great to have this podcast in person. You were a podcast guest a couple of years ago, and then we got to spend some time recently in Dallas, Texas, at our live event. So, so great to be in the studio here with you today. What a great event that was. I made so many great connections with partners and customers there, and I'm keeping up the connections on LinkedIn and other avenues. So thank you for hosting the event. Well, it was, it was a pleasure and an honor to have you at the event. And we wanted a deep dive with you today here after that event, because we have so much exciting things to talk about today. But first, I wanted to spend a moment with, about your career journey. I was just on LinkedIn, and I noticed you have an anniversary coming up at Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Tell us more about that. Yes, so uh, it's a milestone anniversary. It will be 25 years in March, which is quite the accomplishment. Uh, you were 10 at the time, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was about to say, I literally grew up here before I even knew my husband or had kids. So um, I've been blessed to be here with all three CEOs and see the transformation that Microsoft has been through. And through that time, I've been in a variety of roles. So back of the house, chief of staff roles, uh, product roles um, around modern work and such. Marketing is my third tour in marketing. Partner has always been at the core of what I did um, and across many of the customer segments. So it's been great. I love that because you have a 360 view. I've mm -hmm. always said this about you and your experience that you make it real because you've been on all sides of the business from chief of staff for the, for the overall business to marketing to the partner business now and back in the partner business again. So uh, lots of excitement around partners, right? We talked about the excitement, the enthusiasm, the thirst from the partners coming from the event. And these fiscal year priorities, uh, a big shift this last fiscal year, which started in July. Uh -huh. We're still in, we're at the halfway point of 2024. I thought we would ground a little bit about the priorities. Um, there's three big ones. We could talk more about that. And then all, also the big changes that happened to the GPS organization, in fact, this year. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so in July, we announced that the company was creating three regions. So EMEA, Asia, and Americas. So that was the first big yeah. change that we encountered in July, bringing together the U.S., Canada, and Latium, which I think has afforded us so much opportunity, sharing best practices, collaborating, most importantly, making it easier for our partners, yes. um, as they oftentimes go across borders and had to work with separate teams within the um, different regions. So we're very excited. Uh, we're still landing the Americas, but we're seeing a ton of benefit from the best practice sharing across the board. And quite a big challenge, I think, bringing everybody together too, right? Mm -hmm. So you're bringing lots of different culturals together, different yes. cultures together. Yes, but it's been great. Um, a lot of learning. Um, and, you know, although the U.S. is this huge market, Canada looks a lot like the U.S. Yes. Latium has so many complexities so to culture as you hit. 
but also in the way that our partners work in those different Latin American countries. So the consistency and the collaboration and the learning sharing has been a core tenant that we've tried to drive. We're lucky that the FY24 priorities stayed largely the same year yeah. over year, um, which was great. The one main change we made in our um, focus area and the way that we manage partners is we added in a channels um, division to basically look at routes to market. Right. So if I start from ISVs and digital natives, which we've you know worked with for many, many years, that's really around delivering the platform capability and really leveraging marketplace as an area, which we'll talk a little bit more about. Right. Um, when we look at services partners, that's really around unlocking the cloud transformation and helping our customers imagine what's possible. And then as I mentioned, channels, it's really around the routes to market and enabling SMC cloud expansion. It's a tremendous TAM or total addressable market for us in our SMB and SMCC segments. And while channels focuses on all segments, there's a, there's a primary focus there as well. And then we can't forget devices. Yes. Devices are huge, uh, winning with Windows and creating experiences that can power AI and our productivity and security solutions is top of mind as well. It feels like you doubled down, right? The ISV business is so critical and important to Azure success. Uh, the selling partners, I'll call them, right? The, mm -hmm. the transactional partners, uh, LSPs, the channels to market, and then also the SIs and building the competencies and practices. And of course, uh, Windows and the devices business. Yes. You know, this year has been, um, we, we started off the year talking about marketplace moments, and then also AI has come to the forefront in such a big way. It's been such an exciting time at Microsoft. I thought you could land with us those three priorities around the, those three things that we talked about, AI, marketplaces, and this SMC opportunity. Absolutely. So there's just tremendous opportunity when we think about marketplace. This is the future of how businesses are looking to transact. We're working on creating new technology or giving access to that new technology. And then us as Microsoft creating demand gen for greater opportunity for co-sell. That's an area that we want to double down in. And we're putting our money where our mouth is. This year in FY24, Marketplace Build Sales is a part of the Microsoft Sellers Comp, which that, as you know, compensation drives behavior. And so that's a very exciting piece. It's not necessarily just a GPS or partner-led motion, but our sellers care deeply about Marketplace. Uh, the second one you hit on was AI. I'd almost put AI plus security. I think it's a huge opportunity to yeah. connect with our customers AI conversation, I don't know about you, but in every conversation I have with customers and partners is coming up. Uh, it opens the door to the boardroom. They're wanting to know how that they can use AI. Um, we're looking at you know, how do we engage our partners to help lead in this journey. Uh, we've had a lot of conversations around AI with our partners. Yeah. And the feedback that we're hearing from them is, first, it's exciting but terrifying. Uh, the innovation is coming out so quick, partners are struggling to keep up. And so we're really doubling down on the enablement around AI. Second is responsible AI. You know, as laws and frameworks are just now starting to come about, uh, our partners and customers are looking at how do I enable responsible AI? Another area is internal process. So each of our customers are wondering, how can I use AI to streamline process, data, all of that to better serve their customers? Um, when we look at you know, another insight from partners, they're asking, uh, their customers are asking them for skilling. So the partners have to be at the tip of the spear in how they are driving customer skilling um, and guidance to, to them as well. 
And then finally, because you know I'm in marketing, as you mentioned, uh, marketing, so AI and marketing. How do we know our customers? How do we anticipate their needs? How can we get in front of that and really help you know our customers capture the market yeah. opportunity that's out there? Um, there were some ex exciting announcements about Copilot I recently. I heard, I heard. Yeah, which I know we'll go through a bit more, but when we start to talk about AI and security, you know, I think if you pull those together, you really deliver the best solution to the end customer for all solution areas. And then the third area, which you mentioned, is SMC, so small and medium corporate business. As I mentioned before, TAM is huge with our mid-market customers. SMCC, which is our corporate mid-market, and SMB are, we really view as partner-led segments. They're partner-led, very strongly supported by Microsoft. And there's so much opportunity out there. And this is where we want the partners to take the lead. We obviously need partners in enterprise as well. That doesn't mean that we don't. But when we think about the total addressable market and being able to tap into these hundreds of thousands of customers, in actually millions of customers when you start to pull on SMB. When we think about that CSP and the yeah. motion that we have there, there's just a ton of opportunity. I agree, I call it the acre of diamonds in fact. Mm -hmm. And a lot of organizations don't understand SMC feels like SMB only. Mm -hmm. And people miss that opportunity that the corporate account space is managed and there's huge opportunities. And these are fairly significant organizations. It's just that Microsoft segments them a little bit differently than what other organizations do. Absolutely. And we're not gonna ask our partners to segment exactly like we do. So we're gonna try to, the, the, we're trying to put more focus on that mid-market and SMB where we haven't supported our partners as much holistically yeah. and trying to look at, you know, how do we make it easier and break down barriers to where you don't have to talk to a separate group uh, for if it's something we qualify as mid-market versus SMB. You know, you talked about AI and it has been the year of AI. It's been the year of marketplace, but it's really been the year of AI and obviously Satya getting the recognition he's gotten this past year for all the changes in the growth at Microsoft. But I also, what I keep hearing from people is that we're having different conversations now. We are in the C-suite and they're transformation conversations. I thought maybe we'd touch a bit, a bit on that and the importance of partners leading with AI because those conversations are so relevant to partner growth as well. Absolutely. And that's a big area where we're trying to focus is innovation is coming out so fast. And so how do we actually look at enabling our partners to go and have those conversations? How are we priming the market with the customers as well to enable opportunities? We're doing a lot of you know, imagining what AI can do for your business. We're also looking at AI from an industry perspective. Mm. What are the top use case scenarios for financial services or healthcare? And making sure that you know we're outlining that to give our partners a place to start the conversation. Yeah. Because oftentimes the customers are coming to us and say, you know, I hear AI, I hear there's a lot of potential opportunities, but I don't know how to use it. And we don't want to expect our customers and partners to have to learn that on their own. Yeah, there's a lot of learning here. We talk about learning and, and you're providing a lot of learning for the partners there as well. But this is a time of transformation, right? We often embrace it. Heather, I can't believe we're in 2024 already. Of course, Microsoft's been in 2024 since July. Exactly. And you've turned the corner into H2, but let's talk about H1 and what you learned and what you've learned with partners here specifically. Absolutely. So there is so much learning from the first half of the year, especially as we went through an immense amount of change back in July. You know, it really took us a quarter to land that change, but now we've got some, I think, strong learnings out of it. So I'll rattle off a few. It's obviously not completely comprehensive, but 
One of the pieces that we're looking at is how do we focus on customers through the entire life cycle? So we have an MSEM sales stage life cycle, which is a Microsoft way that we're looking at how we pull um, customers through from that interest piece all the way to deployment. And so we're looking at how do we make sure that partners are tied in for that entire life cycle. Obviously new innovation, there's so much new innovation, it's so exciting, but making sure that we're providing simplicity and clarity attached to that. Uh, I mentioned it earlier, industry provides relevance. So that is a place in the Americas that we are doubling down, both from a go-to-market perspective, but also from a PDM, a partner development per management perspective. That's where we, we speak our customer's language uh, yes. and it provides that relevance. Opportunity in all segments, as I mentioned. So enterprise is very, very important to us as well as mid-market, as well as SMB. With the opportunity and the way that we engage is a bit different, but they're all very important. So we're learning about what's the best way to engage in all of those. If I pivot and I look on solution areas, modern work and security together um, partner so well, and that enables us to deliver that end-to-end -end solution for our customers. Um, all customers are concerned about security these days. All customers are concerned about productivity and collaboration. So again, that's very relevant. When we think about biz apps, you know, we're looking at biz apps really accelerating the migration of our on-prem customers with the support of offerings that we can provide partners and customers like AIM, if you've heard of that. And it's in a push to modernize their business applications to enhance their AI readiness. Azure is really the foundation of everything that we're doing. Generative AI is driving a huge wave of intelligent applications and insights from a massive amount of data in the cloud. So one of the go-dos that we're asking customers is get their data state in order to be able to really leverage the power of AI. Um, you know, Marketplace, as we mentioned before, AI-based solutions through Azure Marketplace to millions of customers is our aspiration and making sure that we have that. We talked a lot about the SMC opportunity. That's a big CSP uh, motion. I hope there's lots of CSP partners that are watching this today because we have some exciting announcements around AI and Copilot that we'll will talk, be relevant. We'll be talking about that. Yeah. I'm so excited to continue our partnership with AG1. Many of you know I've made taking a green drink supplement part of my health ritual for over 21 years now. And it has made all the difference to my health and well-being. About six years ago, Athletic Greens and now their product AG1 became my go-to supplement. AG1 is the first thing I take every morning to power my day. It covers all of my nutritional bases, supports my gut health, gives a boost to my immunity and energy levels. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash Vince M. That's drinkag1.com forward slash Vince M. Check them out. You know, you mentioned MSEM. I wanted to double click on this because we did a session at the event on MSEM and I was sort of hesitant to do it. I was like, what is this MSEM thing? But it's being able to speak Microsoft's language with a Microsoft seller and it's so critical for co-selling. Mm -hmm. that partners understand the process, the sales methodology that Microsoft follows with MSEM. And so I thought, I think for people that haven't listened or watched that interview, that uh, segment, we should probably have them go back and do that. But anything else you want to say about MSEM? 
I will say we're trying to put more structure around how we engage with partners and customers. Yeah. So if you'll see, hopefully uh, our partners are noticing, we're aligning the incentives to MSEM sales stage mm. cycle. So if we're in listen and consult, at the very beginning of the sales stage, we have these offerings and these incentives to be able to really empower our partners and customers there. And then as we go along the MSEM stages, we're looking at which offerings and incentives should we deploy. It's not black or white, there's some fluidity in it, but at least some guidance in a win formula of what we should be doing when that makes the most sense with our customers yeah. and partners. So some exciting announcements. AI has been exciting all along, but even more excitement now around. I was hoping you could cover off on some of the things that just happened. Yes, yeah, so very recent announcements. So this is a very timely discussion that we're having. Um, we had some great announcements around Copilot. There, the, we see it as an amazing opportunity for our CSP partner ecosystem. It's a massive opportunity, it's unique to Microsoft. When we think about Copilot, there's really three pillars in the way that we're looking at it. Cloud innovation, go-to-market scale, and differentiation. So I'll kind of dive into yeah, each of those please. a little bit more. For cloud innovation, we believe Microsoft has the most comprehensive and trusted cloud. We're the only cloud that supports everything an organization needs in today's hybrid world of work. When we think about Microsoft 365 and Teams offerings, Microsoft invests literally billions of dollars every year in R&D in this area. The second is our go-to-market scale. So through commercial marketplace combined with our go-to-market offerings, we are aspiring to help our partners with both depth and breadth to serve their customers mm. in every segment, as I mentioned. Through Marketplace, we can reach 95% of the world's businesses, and we can connect you, our partners, with, over, with other partners in over 200 countries. The third area that I discussed was uh, differentiation. So helping our partners differentiate with one of the largest technology ecosystems in the world. From low-code to no-code business applications, um, we start to look at the most comprehensive way that we're looking at the enterprise portfolio. Tech, tools, devices, solutions provide limitless opportunities for you to help your customers on their transformation journey, as we're seeing customers at all different areas of the transformation journey. And what we're trying to do is have offerings for every segment. There is immense growth, as I mentioned, across all of the segments, and so we're trying to create customized offerings to fit the needs of those customers so that you and the partners can leverage those. And the announcements that we've made is further evidence of all of this, and it's a further opportunity for our CSP partners. You know, I hear parity, right? So small organizations, I'm an SMB, I run a small business, I didn't have access to Copilot and some of the amazing technology that large enterprises like Microsoft have been utilizing since, since day one. And then also this democratization. You know, Microsoft has always done such a great job of democratizing technology. Mm -hmm. And AI now for the masses, I guess is what I would say, the ability that every organization and then every partner could use it internally, right? So the evangelism comes when we use the technology. So partners as evangelists carrying forward to the millions of organizations, what, 150 million SMB organizations across the globe. Yes, there's just such immense opportunity. I'm so excited about the announcements that we made and the opportunity. You know, I speak to customers and partners every single day and Copilot, you know, the resounding feedback is that Copilot is defining our future and transforming our businesses together. 
partners have given us some very pointed feedback and they've asked some tough questions. We know our partner community is not shy and I love that. So the first thing that I always get asked is when will it launch in CSP? Well, we heard you. As of January 16th, Copilot is no longer just available in EA, uh, but it is available through EA, CSP, and our direct customer self-serve channel, nice. which is huge when we think about opening up the opportunity. The second question I get is when are we going to expand the SKU so more customers can take advantage of Copilot for Microsoft 365? Well, again, we heard you. Uh, customers who are on Business Standard, <clears throat> Business Premium, and Office 365 E3 and E5 now also meet the prerequisites to buy a Copilot for Microsoft 365. So we've really opened it up. Copilot will now work with Office 365 E3, E5. It's designed uh, with Microsoft 360 in mind. So it will leverage security and management features, which are important for a secure AI rollout. And it gives customers a choice. Some customers are gonna wanna start with Copilot for the AI benefits and then move to more of the security and management offerings. Some customers wanna do the exact opposite, security and management and then all dabble in AI. Some want to do it simultaneously. So this really frees up all of those uh, boundaries that we had before. And the third area, as you mentioned, as an SMB, uh, is when when will you reduce the seat minimum so SMB customers can purchase? So customers can trial with a smaller subset of users versus having to get it for their entire organization. There's a theme here. We heard you. We're excited to share that we removed the threshold and the minimum seat requirement that customers can, and customers can now purchase a quantity of one. So we, we know that that's a possibility, but we also advise that they purchase for a department to test and learn. In our early adopter programs, we found that where a department is using Copilot, where they're experimenting, where they're sharing their experiences, they get a tremendous amount of value out of Copilot in a shorter time. So in essence, we're listening. Uh, We hope we hit the mark. Uh, We're excited about these changes, but I would implore this partner community to keep the feedback coming as it's helping us to deliver better products and services for you and your customers. Just when we thought it couldn't get more exciting. (laughs) Yeah. So Heather, this is the ultimate guide to partnering. And I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, what do you see from the best partners that you work with? There are so many great partners out there across all of those partner types that I talked to you about. But you know, if I were to sum it up to the top things is collaboration. So collaboration within their own organization, back to Microsoft and with other partners in the ecosystem, learning and coming together in a partner to partner value prop. Uh, that leads me to the second one, differentiated value prop. So we in the go-to-market team work with partners quite a bit to help them realize what their differentiated value proposition is so that they can differentiate in the market and we can support them as we go to market. Great customer engagement goes without saying, making sure that as you, the partners, have customer engagement, we're surfacing case studies that we can use, whether it's by industry or solution area or customer segment, running pilots and supporting um, our partners through that. And then, as I had mentioned before, really supporting our customers through the whole customer journey and making sure that you know we're, we're supporting them from beginning to end. Yeah. You talked about two things that struck me. One is the differentiation. I always talk about being the shiny quarter and the bucket full of shiny quarters because mm-hmm. partners try to be all things to all customers sometimes or to the Microsoft organization and saying, we could do it all versus focusing in on your superpowers and being very clear about what you bring to the table that's different and unique than anyone else. And then you talked about one of my favorite topics, which we've been calling partner to partner for so long, 
which I like to refer to now as ecosystem-led growth. Yes. And this is where I believe marketplace really sets the stage, right, with multi-party offers. The ability for the customers not just buying one solution, they're, they're cobbling together multiple solutions. They might have security that they're implementing. Mm -hmm. They might have a di different uh, use cases, different solutions, ISV solutions, and they're bringing that together with a licensing partner as an example and bringing that all together. With multi-party offers, we can do that all now with one click. Yes, it's very exciting. And and the piece that you hit on in the beginning, we don't want partners to do be all to all no. customers. It's it's too hard. It you know, hard. we're very blessed at Microsoft that we have such a breadth of offerings, but that's a lot for even our sellers to know. We're, there's no expectations that partners have to do everything. What we want to be able to do is help our partners figure out where they shine, yeah. where they're that shiny quarter, and then really go to market with them and help align them to the right customers. And then as you mentioned, marketplace is just a phenomenal opportunities in that partner to partner. Or what did you call it? Partner I call it ecosystem-led eco growth. I like that, yeah, even yeah. better. Well, I love partner to partner, but it's not just two partners any longer. Yes. It feels like it's a whole room full of partners coming together, right? Exactly. Like this, this ecosystem approach. So for the thousands of listeners watching us or hearing us on the podcast today, what can they best do to align for success in H2. So there's so much opportunity out there as we talked about with the innovation. Um, and so there's there's a lot that we wanna bring you along on with the journey and enablement. So I would say take advantage of all of that, whether you're an ISV, a channels or services partner, whichever solution you focus on or industry. But if I were to take it to more of a micro level, macro level, uh, the ISVs, we want to get your transactable offers in marketplace. Yeah. As we talked about, that is an area that we are doubling and tripling down at Microsoft. And so we want to make sure that our ISVs have offers in there and we will commit to do a better job of driving demand uh, to marketplace with our customers. The second is, you know, for our services partners, uh, as we talked about, they're really, you know, focused on the opportunity on AI and all of our cloud offerings. And so really looking at how do we open up the door to those boardrooms where, you know, it's not traditionally been a great easy path for Microsoft right. to get into, but our services partners can help us. And that's really going to be AI and all those downstream opportunities and channels with this unique focus that we've put on our channel partners starting this year, it's really around scale and activating. CSP is one avenue, um, but really looking at that new customer and you know, new customer opportunity and delivering that value prop there. And then the other thing is we know that there's a lot of innovation offerings out there and sometimes it can be hard to keep up. So we would invite you all to join our partner LinkedIn group on this LinkedIn group, we announce and provide monthly information for our partners in real time as it comes out. We have monthly insider calls that we would love for you to all participate in. We even have quarterly virtual partner summits. So making sure that you know, we're bringing the latest and greatest to our you know, most you know, treasured partners that we have. Yep. And then also looking at blogs and social updates. We've got a lot of ways to get you the information. What we're trying to do is simplify the avenues in which we can connect with you all. So many great go-dos for our partners. I've been on those monthly calls. Yes. Uh, I've actually spoken on you a have. couple of those. I think I'm coming up soon. I think uh, maybe in a couple of months from now. But uh, I want to thank you, Heather, for joining us today in the studio. Thank and, you for having me. And I want to thank you for your commitment to partners. It is, it is heartfelt and it is known and recognized for the way that you have supported this community. So thank you so much. Thank you. There's a reason I keep coming back to partner through my career at Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. 
So great. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for watching and listening. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Ultimate Guide to Partnering. Online at ultimateguidetopartnering.com. If you liked this episode, I'd be thrilled if you left us up to a five-star review on either Apple or Spotify. This helps us to continue to feature amazing guests. Also, please check out and subscribe to our new YouTube channel, Ultimate Partner. We'll catch you next time on the Ultimate Guide to Partnering.